0: Greetings. This is Atma Boda. Today is December 25th, 2021, 12, 11 p.m. The title of today's podcast is Never Surrender Your Will. Podcast number 28. And Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas Day. And I have a lot to unpack today. And I think there's going to be actually a couple of topics or two podcasts. There's just a lot to go over today but let's go ahead and get started. True supremacy subjugates nothing. It luxuriates in the gloriousness of itself because it knows intimately everyone and everything from the inside. It lives and breathes through billions of beings learning, evolving, and celebrating the countless facets of life. Humility is misunderstood. People think it means having a subservient mind. It does not. When your mind is immersed in truth, it is not subservient, but dominant. Humility is about serving the weak and the oppressed by protecting them with the full force of your inspired mind. Humility is recognizing that God is in everyone. This obsession with having a non-existent ego is dangerously misguided. And let's just briefly touch upon that. I don't even like using the word ego. In psychology, it simply means having a sense of individuality. Now, many modern, quote, modern teachings about spirituality, they try to teach that, oh, the ego is a bad thing. You need to get rid of the ego. You need to have no ego if you want to be spiritual. And it's like, well, first of all, what do they define as ego? I mean, you can also argue that maybe there's a false ego the part of you that is coming from a place of self-limiting beliefs. Far superior in my mind is just to abolish this word ego. I just, I don't even like talking about, I don't even like saying this word ego. I don't like writing about this word ego. As far as I'm concerned, ego doesn't exist. Okay. It's a figment of people's imaginations. And actually all it means is, someone operating from their self-limited beliefs and trapped in their mind. I'd much rather just say that. That way it's much more clear. Yes, many people are trapped in their mind. Are you going to say, oh, they're trapped in their ego? Well, that's disempowering. I mean, I don't, don't. there's no purpose. Why even use the word ego? It's like, it's a mind. People have minds. People have hearts. You're rather stuck in the mind? Maybe it's better to be stuck in the heart. But the point is, is that, you know, it's, you're more than the mind. In fact, you're even more than your heart. And you'll see a lot of spiritual people say, oh, you you need to be living from the heart all the time. It's like, yes, that's great. That's your authenticity is to live from the heart, but you're even more than your heart. That spark of infiniteness that's within your heart extends even beyond your heart And in fact, it's not even the full picture because once you open up the thousand petal lotus in the crown of your head, that, that's opens you up to the unlimitedness of higher truth. And then that's a whole other thing. That's even a higher frequency than love and love is awesome. I love love, but would I trust love? No, I would not trust love. And I'll get into that as well, but, uh, The philosophy by which I advocate is to love all and to trust truth. To have unconditional love while trusting the highest truth and only the highest truth. And that is how you can protect yourself. So, again, why do I not like using the word ego? Because individuality is sacred and something to be protected it's not something to be abolished and when you surrender your will whether it's to a higher power or not what you're doing is you're surrendering your individuality and you are given this sacred precious gift of your individuality for a reason there's a reason why you are born in the body that you are in Right now, there's a reason you have a mind. There's a reason you have a heart. Being in a rush to abandon your mind and surrender it to some what you conceive of as a higher force, that's very dangerous. Not all higher forces have your best interest at heart, unfortunately, because... Not everyone is attuned to the highest frequencies of truth. It's the fact. And that will change hopefully very soon as more people become aware that this ultimate truth is a reality and you don't have to be in a religion to be able to commune and to get inspiration from this higher truth. That this is something that can... Be accepted on a philosophical level and a scientific level and a psychological level and be accepted even in the world of academia as something that's not some airy fairy hocus pocus metaphysical concept but something that's within the realm of quantum physics and other things. Okay. So let's just go to the next section here because I've, I've written here quite a bit and I think this is going to go to another tangent. I was responding to someone and I answered, you are more than wrong. I even went so far as to say, your teaching is evil and yet you don't realize exactly the depths of the evil that this perspective represents. And I said that because this person was convinced that to become enlightened, that you need to surrender your will to God, to this higher self. And I'm trying to explain to him that no, because as long as you recognize that there's something higher than you, you then become subjugated and not liberated. I'll just continue. This idea is exactly the reason why you and others like you are not enlightened and have very little personal power over your own life. You have the mentality of a sheep. Your ideology not only disempowers yourself, but it also limits the influence that God can have over your life. Have you considered that maybe God gave you an independent will for a reason? Have you considered that God wants to empower you and inspire your mind to be even a more effective instrument in your own life? God can work through each individual and through each empowered mind. By not accepting an enhanced role, you are denying The chance to represent God in the most competent way possible. And then go on to say, well, he, he said, minds serve either the belief in separation or the will of God. Those are the only two choices egoic interests or spirit. My response was, this is a false dichotomy. There are more choices than that. You can follow your heart. You can commune your mind with a higher truth. You can be influenced by others. You can be influenced by your senses. You can be influenced by your internal impulses, like hunger. You can be influenced by external desires. What you're describing is an oversimplification In my opinion, there is no such thing as ego, as commonly understood, unless you simply mean it as your individuality. Your individuality is something that is sacred and worthy of protection. It is a gift from God. The problem with people is not their individuality, but their self-limiting beliefs. I have the advantage of being enlightened and consequently my perspective is unhindered by such deceptions. Even in my blissful state, my individuality compels me to oppose vigorously the, this deceptive and disempowering ideology that you mistakenly follow. You are much more than that. Your individuality is something to be cherished, not discarded. I dedicate my life to opposing such collectivist, herd-like mentality. I want people to rise up and be more than sheep. There is no need to surrender your will. None. Symbiosis and unity have nothing to do with being subjugated. There is no God that wants your subjugation. And if there is such a God, it is a weak one. Love is easily manipulated. Only truth is beyond manipulation. Hierarchy is misunderstood. There is a spark of the divine in each of us. The top is not about superiority but harmony and equality. True equality is only possible when you stop thinking in terms that supremacy means lording over anything. Supremacy just means purity and independence and not diluted by deception or desire. Just take a moment about that. That's such an important concept to ingrain deeply within yourself. I'll just repeat that. Supremacy just means purity and independence, not diluted by deception or desire. It's not about lording over anyone. And that is why God at the highest level does not want or demand your subjugation. Because at the highest level, it's about unity. It's about love. It's about sharing this truth, this bliss of inspiration. You're so busy feeling so amazing and so awesome and so empowered that you don't want to other people under the heel of your boot you don't want to step on people like they're insects you don't regard yourself as superior that others should bow down before you or kiss your feet no that's not what true enlightenment is about true enlightenment is about equality but At the same time, it's about the highest standards of excellence. Whereas, from a biological perspective, if you want to make everybody equal, you're giving them us the same level of mediocrity. But on a more spiritual level, we're talking about the ideals, the greatest aspirations of humankind the highest truth, the highest inspiration, the most unlimited, the most powerful, the most excellent, the most creative, the most intelligent, you want to go high. You want to reach that highest place. And at that highest place, yes, you do have equality. The thing is though that (laughs) it takes some work to get there, right? We're not just born into this highest place. We strive towards it like plants reaching out their flowers and their leaves towards the sun, wanting to drink up that wondrous energy. And the same thing is with the highest truth. It is attainable. You can get there. And those that are there are about helping you to get there they have no interest in a hierarchy or saying oh I'm better than you I'm superior than you no why because at the highest level they you know that this essence of purity pervades everywhere it's in everyone's heart It's just that individual minds have not yet tapped into that unlimited, unlimitlessness that's within. And that's what's going to happen. And anyway, let's just continue here. More important it is to experience the virtues that your concept of God embodies than to believe yourself unworthy. And this is where some religious people make the mistake, where they will praise their concept of deity, whether it be Jesus or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the the typical religious stance. But better than to worship something that's outside of you, it is to experience the qualities that that person represents inside of you. For example, let's look at Jesus. What do I admire about Jesus is unconditional love Forgiveness, redemption, those are characteristics that we can adapt and experience and ingrain firmly within ourselves. Continue. The path of attachment is so gloriously trolling the concept of unattachment and at the same time it is easier to understand than Non-attachment. Non-attachment has been misunderstood. So that's going a slightly off topic there with the path of attachment. And I might have the next podcast about the path of attachment because that's going to be so important to go deep into that. And we're running out of time on this. But just, just to give you a nutshell, what is the path of attachment? That's by attaching your mind to the highest truth, you naturally become unattached to everything else because your attachment is to this objective absolute truth that becomes the focus of your mind. And that's why you can be enlightened and in a complete state of bliss and unperturbed and have an impenetrable mind. Then let's close with this. Humans minds and hearts mostly. They get trapped in their minds by adapting self-limiting beliefs. It is only by being open to the whispers of their hearts and the highest aspirations of the mind that they can become liberated. And that pretty much summarizes what humanity is dealing with right now you know every day people are trapped in their minds they have ideas limiting ideas of who they think they are and it's not that they are not these things but it's that they are more than these things people get trapped into the idea of saying oh well i'm a mother or i'm a single mother or i'm a single mother waitress but they don't realize that yes, you are that, but it's like, it's your disguise. You're much, much more than that. It's like you're undercover God. You're undercover. You're undercover as that waitress. You're undercover as that mother. And yes, that doesn't mean you can't be an excellent mother while being undercover, but you're much, much more than that. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas is about giving, and I hope that this podcast is a good gift for you today. In all truth, every day to me is an equal day of celebration. I don't want to put on a pedestal any particular day. Each new day is glorious. This is Atma Boda signing off. Merry Christmas.